Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear Christian friends, Christmas has come. But you know that already. That's, that's why you're here. You have seen the signs, and the signs have led you here. The angelic voice of Mariah Carey filling the aisles of the grocery store. The red cups at Starbucks. The lights illuminating house after house in your neighborhoods. The Christmas tree trimmed perfectly in your front window. And maybe even the accumulation of neatly wrapped gifts underneath it. These are just some of the signs of Christmas. Distinguishing marks that make known to you the coming of Christmas and eventually its arrival. They are in essence promises. But they are not Christmas. Nor are they our celebration. Instead, they are humble heralds. They are reminding us what it is that we celebrate. And they are pointing us towards who it is that we worship today. The Christ child, born in Bethlehem on that first Christmas night. We heard St. Luke's account of that story in the words of the King James Bible just a few moments ago from this place right here. And I want to invite you to pull out your bulletins if you don't have them in your hands and flip again to page 9. And I'd like us together to read just a few specific verses again of that first Christmas. We'll start in verse 10 and we'll read through verse 12. Uh, please read with me. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. The angel announcing to the shepherds gathered on that hill outside of Bethlehem the arrival of a Savior, one who is Christ the Lord, the appearance of the promised Messiah, the coming of the long-expected King, the incarnation of the Lord himself, Emmanuel. God with us. On that night in the city of David, God came near in a way that he had not done in all of human history. And God took upon himself human flesh. This event, the incarnation, the birth of Jesus Christ, this is pure gospel for everyone. 
God's long-awaited promises are now fulfilled for all people in the birth of this baby boy. But there is good news and great joy of Christmas that is also for all people in the sign that is announced by the angels to the shepherds. This will be a sign to you. A set of promises for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And this sign, indeed, much like the signs of Christmas for us, they led the shepherds to the Christ, to the Savior. But the good news and the great joy of Christmas is not just found in a baby boy wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. No, the joy and good news is found in all that that child will accomplish through his life, by his death, and through his glorious resurrection. The sign of Christmas that points us still today to our Savior. And the sign is a baby, a newborn child covered in the blood and sweat and tears of his exhausted mother. An infant held tenderly in the arms of a fearful first-time father. But this child is no mere baby boy. This child is the fullness of of God contained in tiny fingers and curled toes. This child is the almighty word of God in skin and bone. This child is the eternal God in finite body and soul. The Lord, Yahweh, incarnate. And in this sign, God promises that he will be for you, human in every way that you cannot ever be. So that through him, you will be made into the human creation that God has always intended you to be. In this baby... God unites himself with humanity so that he can accomplish what hu the human race needs more desperately than anything else. A perfect life lived and a perfect life without sin given as a sacrifice for sin. See, in every way that you fail, Christ succeeds. In every way... In every way that you and I are weak, Christ is strong. In every way that you choose the way of sin, Christ is righteous. This is the life Christ lived in your place. All because God humbled himself and chose to be born of a virgin, as a baby, and to live as a man for you. So the sign is a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. 
A baby that is swaddled in his first moments with makeshift strips of cloth likely ripped from his own mother's clothing so that he could be comforted as she laid him down in a strange and uncomfortable place to endure a dark and unpleasant night. In in this sign, God promises that Jesus' life, a life that began wrapped in the cloths of his own mother, will end in very much the same way. We heard these words sung as we prepared our hearts for worship. Nails, spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. These swaddling clothes of the infant Jesus, they point us to his impending death. A death in which Jesus wraps himself in all of humanity's sin. As Jesus was swaddled in the clothes by his mother as a baby, so also does Jesus wrap himself in the sin of the world. Your sin and mine as he hangs in agony on a cross. And wrapped in our sin, he died. He willingly exchanged his perfect life for your sinful one. He joyfully took my shame and gave to me his peace. He endured the punishment your sin and mine demands and put to death once and for all any condemnation that it would have over us. And then, in death, Jesus Christ is again wrapped in cloths by his mother. He's laid to rest in an unfamiliar place, on the cusp of a dark and unpleasant night. So the sign is a baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. With nowhere else to place her baby and her God, Mary enthrones her Lord in a stone manger among the remnants of the stable animal's last meal. And there he sleeps. But only for a time. Because that manger would not, that manger could not hold that baby for long. He would grow in wisdom and in stature, in favor with God and man. That baby born in Bethlehem would grow to be a man about God's mission of salvation. And so Jesus proclaimed good news to the poor. Jesus healed the sick and the lame. Jesus performed signs and wonders as proof that he was exactly who that angel said he was on that first Christmas. A Savior. Christ. The Lord. But those proofs of his divine nature, of his saving mission, also proved to be the catalyst for his arrest, his crucifixion, and ultimately his death. And so this third promise, found in Bethlehem's manger, is a promise of a stone tomb outside the city walls of Jerusalem. And it is there, after accomplishing salvation for you and I, salvation won through a perfect life and a death given for you, that Jesus' lifeless body is laid to rest. 
But just like that manger, this stone tomb would not, no, it could not hold Jesus. And Jesus proved more powerful than death itself. And so when the women went to this same tomb early on that first day of the week, they're greeted not with the corpse of Jesus, but with the proclamation of an angel. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Jesus, who was born in Bethlehem, was born to die. And Jesus, who died, is alive. Jesus now lives and reigns so that even though you and I die, we will live forever with him. So as we encounter the signs of Christmas all around us, this year and in the years to come, we remember that these signs of Christmas are not the thing itself. Mariah's Carey, Mariah Carey's song, Beautiful As It May Be, is not Christmas. But it does remind us of the angel hosts and the song they sang to the shepherds. The lights that illuminate our neighborhoods and line your rooftops, they are not Christmas, but they point us to the light of the world that came on that first Christmas. And the gifts that are tucked underneath your Christmas trees, they are not Christmas either. But instead, they are a tangible reminder, an expression of God's great gift of love given to us in a babe born in Bethlehem. So Christmas comes each year, often with ribbons, with tags, boxes, bows, and bags. But we know that those are just signs. We know that Christmas does not come over the radio or out of the oven or even from a store. We know that Christmas means so much more. Christmas is about the birth of your Savior, Christ the Lord. Christmas is the good news of great joy that Jesus' birth brings to you and to me and to all people. Good news of promises fulfilled, that God in Christ became like you, that God died for you, and that God promises to live with you forever. So like Mary, treasure these signs, ponder these promises in your heart. Like the shepherds, rejoice that you have heard these promises through the word of God, that you have seen and touched and tasted these promises in the sacraments, and together with all of the heavenly hosts, proclaim the good news of Christmas. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased, knowing that in Christ, that is each one of you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.